Hello, and welcome to our Secular Sponsor Speaker Series. Each week, we hear from an Overeaters Anonymous member who has obtained and maintained abstinence without God and has served as a sponsor to other members. The series also provides opportunities for secular OA members who don't have a sponsor or are interested in exposure to a variety of points of view to learn from the experiences of others. We encourage everyone to sponsor others up to the level of their own recovery or to use these tools with each other as peers. If you're willing to sponsor to work as a peer, please post a message at oasecularforum at gmail.com. For additional information about abstinence without God, go to secularovereaters.org. And now, let's hear from this week's Secular OA sponsor. So, hi, I'm Alan, a food addict, and um, I've been a member of OA for about 31 years. And um, just a couple photos, my um, top physical weight, I think you can see this, was about 335 pounds. This is actually about three months before I came into OA. Um, and here's another one, again, about the same weight. Um, of the 31 years, I've been abstinent uh, about 26, uh, not continuously. Um, the most I had continuously was about 14 and a half years, and I have about six years. So I've had you know three or four relapses over the 31 years. Um, and then the reason that I, I kind of picked exercise is OA World Service looked at making exercise a tool at one point. They actually looked at making it, you know, one more of our official tools. It didn't get the vote, but it shows that it was, you know, something worth considering. And, and at a personal level, I found exercise to be a very important tool to help me, um, you know, in my abstinence and recovery beyond my abstinence. Um, so uh, let me first just, you know, say why exercise is important to me. Um, first is, you know, it helps with my weight loss. When I had my last relapse, I came back about six years ago, being about 100 pounds heavier than I am today. And, uh, you know, of course, the main reason I came to OA because I didn't want to be 300 plus pounds. You know, that's the, it's a, it's a terrible thing to be. It's a very hard way to go through life, having uh, literally, for me, about double the weight that a doctor or, you know, should say I should weigh. Um, and then, um, it also helps maintaining my weight. I've been at this weight for a few years now, and it seems to just be a lot easier to maintain um, the weight with exercise. Um, but there's also a big mental health part of it. Um, probably the main reason I had relapses over the years was depression. I've, I've struggled with pretty severe depression, like debilitating depression, you know, like we are just caught in bed and you're just binging. And so, um, exercise has been, um, you know, the best antidepressant in the world. You know, they don't, it's sort of like, you know, you go to see a psychiatrist and they give you a pill. They don't give you like an exercise regime and truly it's easier to swallow a pill than learn to exercise. But in reality, exercise is, you know, um, better than, and I've been on a lot of pills, is better than any pill I've ever experienced, you know, uh, really does wonderful things to my brain. Just my overall sense of well-being. I just feel healthier and better, more alive, more engaged in life. Um, and I attribute a lot of that to exercise. So when I came um, back from this last relapse, um, I was struggling to do anything. I was coming out of a real depression. I was trying to get back to being abstinent. And um, if I could say one magic thing is like start small, just start with tiny 
movements. You know, it's almost like sometimes people in abstinence, they start by just giving up one thing, you know, one red light food before they go through all the possible red light foods. Well, that's how I was with exercise. And in the beginning, my thing was to walk around the block. I mean, I live on a small street, circle that block and circle it slowly. But I was moving like one foot was in front of the other. And it was something I could do. You know, it was like a simple, easy thing to do. Um, and then another really big part for me was finding people to do it with, getting OA buddies, getting um, other or other people to do it with. A meeting that I go to, somebody started an OA walking club. It was a Sunday morning meeting that ended at, I think it was like eight to 9.30. Some guy said, hey, why don't we all start walking together after the meeting? And, you know, we now have this walking club, not now with COVID, um, but, you know, uh, would be announced at halftime and six, eight, 10 of us would go for a 30, 40 minute walk after the meeting on a Sunday morning. It was wonderful. It built fellowship, it got some exercise going. You know, it was a, a wonderful thing. And I, I didn't come up with that. Another guy did, but I almost always went if I could to do that. So, but it's so much easier to exercise with other people. Um, I was also able to at one point find another guy in OA it helped that we lived near each other who was struggling with exercise and we became exercise buddies and um, started again with simple stuff but eventually we started playing racquetball and bicycling and kind of doing more fun things but again it's so much easier to do that with another human being um, i went to great lengths at times to find another person to help me but i was really just crawling out from under the covers you know it's even like walking around the block wasn't necessarily that easy um, I found a neighbor who was looking to walk also. And, and just, we, I walked with this neighbor for a while. Um, at one point she got a job and couldn't walk with me anymore. And then I actually paid someone. I, I found this retired guy, I paid him 10 bucks a day, you know, which was like the best use of $10 compared to what I would spend at McDonald's, which could be 15 or $20. And um, he would come to my house, he had a key to my house. And his job was to, if I wasn't there at the front door, at, you know, I think it was 7 a.m., then he had permission to come up to my bedroom and I always wanted to get him one of those seltzer bottles from like the 1970s where he could squirt me, but instead it was a water gun. But he had permission to shoot me with a water gun, never happened, but he had permission to do that if I did not get my butt out of bed and walk with him. And that worked. And it started with little walks, you know, like around the block, and then it was a few times around the block, and then it was like up some small hills and a little faster, and by, the end of the year or something like that, I was, you know, really getting a sweat up and breathing heavy and really taking a nice rigorous walk from just a, a dawdling stroll is, is what it was, was what it started at. So um, that was a really um, big thing to start um, just finding somebody. And I don't know, it's almost like it's really easy for me to not want to exercise. And I hear this a lot in OA people, you know, it's like, um, it's something that particularly in the beginning is just not fun, not interesting, like, yeah. But um, so I needed really extreme lengths. I just needed a lot of reinforcement to do it. Um, but, it uh, but it worked, you know, it worked. Um, eventually um, I've used accountability at times, you know, times just, Admitting it, um, I sponsor a guy and he emails into me. In fact, I sponsor two people and they email me, actually three people, they email me their exercise every day. You know, not just their exercise, their food and writing and this and that, but their exercise is part of their daily action plan. The things we do 
to be abstinent and work our recovery, you know, beyond just not overeating, whatever, whatever else we call our recovery beyond, you know, abstinence and um, exercise um, for myself and for the people I sponsor. It's just part of their action plan. And uh, it creates this accountability. Um, I don't email in my exercise anymore. I think I did at some point. Now I just write it down and track it, you know, and just have like a little log so I can see that I did it. Um, at one point, I started out just being basically being able to walk and then walk a little faster. And I sort of knew that there's more to exercise than just walking if you really want to, you know, have better health. So eventually I got a trainer. Again, it was like um, such a better, better use of money than so many other things. I was actually able to get it. A friend and I in LA were able to share a trainer. So it was only like $25 uh, to have her for like an hour between the two of us, which you know what trainer costs are that's actually a pretty good deal but you know we sort of we found a woman in LA actually who's a trainer and um it again uh, I was like weights were like the last thing I wanted to do I was never someone that would go to those gyms and do those machines and stuff but we just got made it really simple with like floor exercises and push-ups and some light dumbbells and and lo and behold I got into doing something I never thought I would do and never liked doing and uh got into it and, and found myself being able to do that. I've been doing that twice a week now for like five years or something like that. So that was, and, and um, I don't even have the trainer anymore. I got enough of the patterns, you know, that I could uh, do it. Um, a couple things I learned is um, try to make it fun. The more fun or interesting it is, the better. Um, now I, uh, I do a combination of things. I'll, I'll ride a bicycle. If it's nice out, I'll do a treadmill. If it's yucky out, uh, a treadmill is such a good investment. Um, I found that if I have to go someplace to first like park and shower and change, it was such a big barrier. It was like, ah, not a good thing, but, um, but a treadmill was uh, much easier and a bicycle, bicycles right there in my house. Um, but I usually either I got a little speaker to have music on my bicycle. I found really uplifting, positive music, music I really enjoy. And I try to bike where it's kind of pretty, like nice scenery on a bike trail. And listening to music I like on a bike trail, it's like, like what could be better, you know, particularly if the weather's nice, you know, it's just a, a pretty wonderful thing. Um, on my treadmill, I figured out how to get a laptop so I could see it on my treadmill. And lo and behold, I can watch Netflix or I can read a book or I can look at videos or I can do whatever I want to do, you know. And um, in the beginning, often just watching TV on a treadmill was a great way to do it because I could just watch. At one point, this was my around before this one, um, I back when we had these things called DVDs, I purchased every episode of Star Trek Next Generation. It was like, I don't know, seven years. And I made this deal with myself. It was a recumbent bike. As long as I pedaled, I could watch it. So I did an episode a day, which was like 300 days. And then I did it a second time. And that got me to exercise 600 times for 47 minutes minus commercial breaks, you know, because I could um, do that. And I loved watching Star Trek, you know? So just like finding little tricks to make it fun um, was a big part of it. Um, you know, whatever I could do to kind of fake myself out. Now, you know, um, I have a headset and a telephone. So sometimes I make phone calls on a treadmill. I'll talk to people, listen to sponsees, you know. Um, in fact, I have this one friend, I'm like, why don't we exercise together? We can both be on treadmills or exercise bikes in our, you know, like, um, yeah, in fact, this one friend I just realized, 
uh, is an older guy. He takes an exercise walk. He's about 80 years old. And we often line it up. So he's doing his exercise walk while I'm on the treadmill. We just have like a nice chat. Yeah, so finding little tricks to make it fun. But a big part of it was other people, linking it to other people, being on the phone with other people, uh, you know, um, doing it with other people. Uh, it's just so much easier. And um, yeah, and I'd say that the other piece of it is to grow it slowly, you know, just grow it slowly. Um, I started literally, like I said, around the block, you know, like around the block slowly at, you know, at a 280 pounds, because that's about all I could manage. And um, then found myself just growing it. And now I can, you know, get on a treadmill and have it at not much of a runner, but I can have it at a pretty fast, you know, you give it like an angle and a fast pace and, you know, have a really good sweat and heavy breathing by the end of it and do it for 40 to 60 minutes, you know, and just um, of solid, you know, cardio, or I can ride a bike as much as, I don't know, about 50 miles, probably more if I really wanted to, I just don't want to put that much time into it, but I can, um, I can ride. Uh, now I'll pick routes that are really hilly. Like I look for the steepest hills because I know that going up steep hills gives me good exercise, you know? And so, but it grew to that over, you know, five or six years, but each time just, you know, like a little more, a little more or the same, you know, maintain it, but just kind of grow it. I went from not being able to do one push-up, like, you know, the knee push-ups, I used to call them the girls push-ups when I was in high school, you're on your knees, to being able to do, I think I hit 45 or 50 regular push-ups, you know, um, by the end of it, you know, and uh, so and it's a cool feeling when like, you, you know, I mean, I remember when I was on my knee push-ups, like, like nothing moved, like I pushed and pushed, and just nothing moved, you know, um, and so to be able to do, you know, even 10 push-ups was like, wow, for, you know, a guy who was like, you know, the fat kid in school and couldn't climb up the rope, and, you know, I was last picked on the teams, right, I was that, you know, stereotypical, like, fat kid that no one liked and didn't do too well, in anything physical. So it's, a, it's just a better sense of self-esteem and self-worth for me to, to be able to do that. Um, so I'm sitting here looking at a couple of notes. That's why I keep turning away. But I think that is all, yeah, all I, so, but kind of in summary, I would say that, you know, start small, um, try to do things that are fun, um, try to find OA support and accountability, whether it's like, physically somebody doing with you if you can, which is maybe the best because this other person's there, they've shown up, you've shown up, you know, what are you gonna do? Like, you know, not do it. Um, but at a minimum, you know, using the telephone and other forms of support. Um, and I always like to say, celebrate success, you know, just go, even if it's just to myself, yay, Alan, you bicycled 10 miles, 20 miles, you did 10 push-ups, like just kind of pat yourself on the back, so to speak. Um, and then just, um, you know, relax and let it grow. Just uh, just let it grow over time, however it does. So that is my little talk. And now I was gonna, if someone would be a volunteer, we're gonna pretend that I'm your sponsor, you're my sponsee, and you said, hey, Alan, I wanna add exercise into my action plan, or, or I've encouraged you to do it, whichever. And this might be a conversation to kind of help tease out um, a way to start and to, to get it going. So. Any, uh, any volunteers from our studio audience? Oh, Mona, great. Oh, so thank you for being our brave volunteer. <laughs> Pleasure. So um, I've, I found a lot more courage recently. So go ahead, sorry. 
Okay, so my first question to you is always start with what you're doing. Are, are you currently doing any exercise? Uh, well, I hadn't in a long time. Um, I go through phases. I, I only maybe a couple of days ago started to push myself to get up and just walk around the apartment. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm someone who's very sort of, I need to do 10,000 steps and then I won't do it. And I, if, I, if, I, if I'm you know, 100 short, I failed. And, and so I, um, I go through phases where I'll, I'll, I want to do, I want to go to the gym every day and I want to do this, that, and the other. And then I ultimately fall flat on my face. And, and that's why I, I, I don't know how to get myself moving and, and moving consistently. So let me ask you of what, of what you're currently doing, um, is there any way you could do like improve that either maybe do a little more or make it more fun or have accountability? Like how could you build on what you're doing? I think if I were, if there were accountability, if I were, if I were actually contacting someone telling them that, you know, I did this and, and that kind of encouragement also. Uh, so mm -hmm. first accountability that, that I'm responsible for that. And second, mm -hmm. just that sense of encouragement, because I'm not good at encouraging myself. I beat myself up. Um, uh, pretty pretty harshly. Uh, so the idea is, I think maybe to do that. Maybe I'm, I started listening to an audiobook, uh, which has really been encouraging. So I I, I kind of lose lose myself in the walking because I feel like an idiot walking around and around in sure. circles. Uh, it's not a huge apartment, but but I I I, I feel better when I when I do it. Um, and I I think I just need to keep remembering that I do feel better and, and not, not like you, you've mentioned before, not setting a target that's stupid high when I can, uh, you know, most of what I had been doing up until recently was walk to the kitchen and back into my bedroom. So, so, those, so those are like two ideas you said, right? They're both good ideas, right? One is um, to find an accountability buddy, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and I bet if you even put out in this group here or announced at a meeting to say, hey, is there somebody I can just you know, check in with on the phone or email or text regularly, I bet you it would be easy to find. Then the second might be, you talked about how it's fun when you listen to a book, right? So yeah, I mean, just that those are the cool things, right? Accountability and fun are gonna make it better. Um, and then, um, so, so, that's, so that sounds like two ways you can support what you're doing, right? You can get accountability to do it more and so you can use the book. And then my other question would be, um, is there something um, more you want to do in your exercise life? Like, is there, do you want to grow it beyond, uh, you know, the walking and stuff? Definitely. Uh, anything that would get me moving. I, I like dancing. Uh, yeah. Again, I feel rather foolish doing it by myself, but I found it because I've, I've, I, I also, I, I hit a bit of a depression, uh, quite, quite a severe depression. And I've only just started sort of uh, getting my head above water. And I found myself the other day while I was listening to some music and, and, and uh, running an errand and I, or sorry, chore. And I started, and I caught myself dancing mm -hmm. and I'd like to get into that. I'd like to sort of make that one of my, my targets, something that, that I do and, and genuinely enjoy. So it's not a chore. So that's great. Um, and, you know, I always think start with something small, like maybe dancing for five minutes or 10 minutes or something like that. And then what really helps me with action plans is to link it to my schedule. You know what I mean? Like I, I take the steps, then I read the literature, you know, then I call a sponsor, like everything's kind of like linked. So it has this natural flow. So I wonder, could you add dancing into some part of your daily schedule? 
I think that's a really great idea, actually, because um, I'm someone who, if I haven't, you know, put down a toilet break, I'll probably forget to go. So, so I kind of, I kind of need that. And if it's, if it's on, if it's written on the schedule, it's there. It's something I need to do. And I think that's, a, that's a really fantastic idea. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Thank you. I think it's really great. And so that, so those are a couple things. Yeah. So you just, you know, take what you do and reinforce it. Find something you might be able to grow over time. Have accountability. Um, and then, and I just kind of think the more things are fun, the more likely we are to do them. And yeah. Um, Dancing's fun, you know. It's a fun. Absolutely, thing, absolutely, know? and 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 that's the thing is that uh, I I probably would be a lot less like because because walking around again uh, I I did it for a while and then I just stopped but walking around the apartment is just it's going to get tiresome, but like you said you know when I when I have the audio book it's I lose myself if I'm dancing I'm enjoying it I'm I'm I'd probably be a lot less prone to just eh, I can't be asked anymore, so. Uh, no, that that a lot of what you said really um, stuck with me, and and I like the idea of starting small and 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 logically speaking, it's it makes more sense that way. Sure. Just sure. starting small and then build, and, and be successful. The only thing maybe to watch for, I've had a little bit of this myself in the past. There's this term called exercise bulimia, where you get so into exercise it just becomes a way to do it crazy and then overeat and burn like binge and burn kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So if someone yeah. has experience, it's just a thing to watch for. You know, there's people that run marathons and ultra marathons and, uh, you know, so on. And, like, and that's why it's good to have people to talk to. It's just balance this stuff so nothing goes too far either way, you know? Thank you. No, the, I, I, I do have that tendency. There was one time I was, I was signed up at three separate gyms simultaneously because I was going to do this and this is where I go for my spinning and that's where I'm going to go for, you know, personal trainer. That's when I... And then that lasted a good, you know, five minutes and then nothing for months, nothing. So uh, hard on the pocket too. Thank you. Sure. Thank sure. you. I, I, that's a lot to, to work on. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, thank you for volunteering. Um, My pleasure. Any, any questions or if there are other sponsors want to share? I have a quick question if that's okay. Yep. Ellen? Sure. Hi, I'm Katrina. I'm a compulsive overeater from New Zealand. Um, I was wanting to ask, um, I've lost over 100 pounds and I've got loose skin. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, but I've got a lot of loose skin, so I don't know if that's something that you um, experience with your weight loss. If so, has exercise been of any help um, in dealing with that? You know, that's been a big, my waist went, I don't know if you guys know inches there, but I went from a 56 inch waist to a 36 inch waist, which is a 20 inch difference in thing. And uh, I have, you know, talked to other people like that. And I've talked to doctors and medical people. And they've said that 20 inches of skin does not go away on its own. I mean, I've, you know, it's been 30 years now and I've done sit-ups and this and that. And, and they said, you know, um, People go two paths. The one I took was I just think of it as a battle scar and I live with it and I've come to, I don't love it, but I, I'm at peace with it. And then, you know, people do plastic surgery, which has just never been a thing that I wanted to look into. But uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm almost positive that that kind of weight loss, it, it doesn't go anyplace. Thank you. That helps because people do tell me, the gym people and 
oh yeah you can get rid of it you can get rid of it but i just have a feeling that no yeah like, yeah i talked to so i had i went to the doctor after doctor asking that question and they were like nope not 20 inches go ahead oh i was just wondering like i maybe missed in the beginning but in this we allowed to like comment a little bit because i have something to say about the like loose skin too but i don't want to be like cross oh, oh sure but, yes, yes 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 okay but i had weight loss surgery so like I've been in groups with a lot of people who, with people who lost a lot of weight and I hate to second what he said, but it's like pretty much true for most people in my groups that I've been in. There are like some people who like are having the surgery that are like really young and haven't done all the yo-yo dieting and stuff like that since or before. And like some of them bounce back and like don't need surgery if they want to get rid of it but for the most part like you're every time like if you've done multiple diets and lost a fair amount of weight and things like that like your skin becomes less elastic or yeah each time you like will gain and lose and if you've lost a lot it's pretty much like your options for comfort while exercising are pretty much plastic surgery or compression pants and stuff sucks I have a lot of loose skin from that too so I'm like <laughs> yeah sorry go ahead Arlie um I was terribly overweight for 20 years and then coming into OA the weight came off slowly I stayed hydrated and the loose skin stayed elastic and and just uh, pretty much didn't didn't bag or sag. So if you're still in the losing phase, take it slowly, stay hydrated, you know, eat balanced, all that kind of stuff, and hope for the best. So when you're working with some, I'm I'm uh, still seeing a personal trainer, and and I have the uh, recumbent bicycle, and I and I watch TV. I'm and I'm worked up to an day, but. When I started, it's almost like I was totally divorced of my body. And the idea of exercise, uh, I had to uh, almost um, deal with the, emotionally deal with the fact that I didn't exercise. It's like I defined myself as not being a person that exercised. And I just wonder... When you talk to a, a sponsee that uh, is in that frame of mind, um, what do you suggest? You know, it's funny because for when I was in disease, I was in that frame of mind, like exercise just wasn't something I did. I never thought about it, kind of what you're saying, like like the perspective, I'm an exerciser, I'm a not. I, you know, I, honestly, I've never had that conversation. It's just that if somebody wants to exercise, you have to want to, because if you don't want to, well, I'm not going to tell you to do it. It's, you know, a way we don't tell people what we do. We just support them and what they believe is good for them. So if somebody just said to me, I want to exercise, I would really just focus on getting it started and getting it going. I, I wouldn't, I never thought to talk about what you're talking about. It's an interesting topic. It's just never come up for me. Thank you. A couple of things. I, I just wanted to do a, an announcement plug. Well, first, Alan, thanks. That was great. And some of you have been seeing that information in the chat. I, I think we might be a little clearer for people who are new or whatever. You know, that this is obviously not, we're, we're not saying do this, do that. 
you know, this is these are sort of ideas for people to to think about. And for a whole lot of us, obviously, exercise is one of them. Um, like when we do food, when we talk about food plans. Thank you for joining us today. To hear recordings of other speakers in this series, visit secularovereaters.org. And while you are there, please consider making a donation to support our work.